0: Now it is time, now it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Character Combine Character. Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. My name is Josh Takimoto.
1: And I am Deb McCollum.
0: Thank you guys so much for joining us again. And this time we don't have a guest. We've had a a string of episodes with, I can't remember the last time you and I were just recorded by ourselves. It's been a long time. It
1: was the adversity episode. That was like a month ago, I think. I think that was the last one.
0: Oh, no, no, it was social media. Was it really? I think so. Oh, gosh. So dang. Now I'm not sure. No, there's no, no. What is wrong with know. us?
1: We don't know. I don't know. I, it's know, been a while. I, you
0: do this after a while, it's like, I don't
1: know. I do They're all mushed together. They're all mushed together. Brain. Yes. So. But
0: uh, no, it's, how's everything going? Good. Good? Yeah, so you're off I mean, for summer.
1: I'm off for summer, except I'm teaching summer school. So I get like a half day.
0: Okay. So, so you're still still working.
1: Yes. And then anytime I tell someone that, they're like, there's PE in summer school?
0: Well, yes. especially today. What was, yes, it was like 103 today.
1: Yeah, 104. It was pretty. Oh, bad. 104. I had to pull Those my kids, kids inside. Hated you. Oh, at, by nine o'clock in the morning, I was like, okay, get inside, <laughs> come inside. We're going in the gym for the rest of the day, the rest of the afternoon. It was pretty hot. Well, we get and then our our school district gets um, email warnings, like oh. pretty much like from the health part of our district saying like beware of the. Th- Triple-digit temperatures, and then that email gets forwarded to me because I'm a PE teacher and sure. an athletic director, and they're like, "Make sure you read this, and don't let." And so I, ha- I have to be careful and be cautious. You know, myself out there, I'm fine, but like when I have 36 kids out there, if you die, it's there, all good. If I die, I'm fine. Teacher yeah, goes down. It's okay. Yeah, yeah no one gets sued. <laughs> but if something happens to one of the 36 kids out there, mm, so I have to pull them inside.
0: Interesting. I never really yeah. thought until you just mentioned this about being the assistant AD. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a, like a, a temperature that has there ever been a game called because of the heat? Because I'm trying to think back to when I was playing baseball. I don't remember. I mean, you're I don't playing in think May.
1: so.
0: That's kind of your last game, so you're not really in the heat, but
1: yeah. would that ever happen? Mm, that's a good question. I don't know. I I don't know of anything like that ever happening. <laughs> my phone, Josh is laughing because my, my phone just went off, and we were just talking about how my phone keeps going off. While we are recording.
0: She was right. I, I never said <laughs> that. I've never noticed that, but you're right. It did just go off.
1: <laughs> I keep getting like scam uh, phone calls and it just won't stop. Anyway.
0: That happened to uh, me one episode.
1: Oh, it did.
0: It did. It, it, yeah. it buzzed. I'm like, what is this? It got me uh, thrown mm-hmm. off a little bit. Anyways, well,
1: um well you have a baby, so like I yes. if I had a baby, I'd be like, Oh no, I'd look at my yeah, phone yeah, yeah. and stop everything and for sure. Yep,
0: that's yeah. how it goes. Oh
1: man. So but I don't think I don't think that there's been a game called because of the heat. But like you said, like it doesn't get hot until summer and there's there are no school games in the summer. Now I've played competitive softball my whole life. Yeah. There has never been no. a softball game canceled. You know, it's different. It's not yeah. public education, right? Right um liability is a little different there sure so not that i know it the only time games are canceled are rain like rain rain and which oh makes sense. and air quality like when we had, the, yes. had all that smoke all the fires oh yeah all the fires right. we had get this we had indoor games canceled like even inside like with the vents like that they, makes sense yep it was bad
0: well i remember um especially the most recent fires in um like in the paradise area yeah Uh, I went to the store one of those days, like a grocery store. And even inside the grocery store, it was just hazy. Mm. So that makes sense why they would just kind of shut that down.
1: Well, yeah. And so at the time, I was training – uh, my softball girls and my athletic director came up to me and she's pointed her finger at me. She's like, don't even try to train them inside today. Like she's like tracked me down and made sure that she thought I was going to sneak them in and train them anyway oh, inside I gotcha. somewhere. I gotcha. So yeah. I do. So like, I remember that. So, I so you have a I'm,
0: reputation there of mm. push, pushing, the girls. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> like
0: if anybody's going to mess this up, it's gonna be dead. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs>
1: I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going home. So, um, are you training right now? Um, I yes, I'm okay. training teams right now. It was hot. oh nice. I trained at, um my teams a few nights today, Tuesday, yesterday, and it it was really hot yesterday too. So I finally, for the first time, pulled them in the shade. I kind of like gave them. I'm like, okay, I kind of gave in. Um, the week before that, their coaches were asking me. They're like, do you want to pull them in the shade? It's getting kind of hot. And I was like, no. Hmm. And then, <laughs> but then this week I'm like yeah let's go in the shade.
0: Yeah <laughs> it's yeah hot. it's it's probably it's probably right. time. Yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. Um this is not meant to be a pitch for you but are you still like are you still? How does it work? Because I don't know. I know you train people. I don't know how anything works though. Yeah. So is it, are you taking more people during the summer or do you kind of wait until fall?
1: I I'm actually I'm not. I'm not super busy in the summer just because my, well, and I mostly, I mostly, I have a reputation of mostly training softball teams. Mm -hmm. Um, I have trained a baseball team before um, and a basketball team, a boys basketball team at at last year for a little bit. And I've trained a cheer team, but anyway, softball is, I don't have a sport preference, but Mm. softball gravitates towards me just because I know so many people. Right. Um, so they're playing their tournaments right now. So right now I'm just training one organization, but they have four different teams within their organization. So I train all of them. Um, but the fall is when it's super busy for mm-hmm. me, just because it's um, sure. right after summer ball season. And in the fall is when they do all of their strength and conditioning and they're getting ready for – they play fall ball, but it's kind of like a lighter load. So anyway, mm-hmm. going into depth too much here. But, That's a um, guy, ask the question. <laughs> yeah, The fall is when um, – When I'm really busy, I take on a lot more teams in the fall.
0: Okay. Cool. So if anybody's interested, they can just reach out to you on
1: Absolutely. Instagram. Yes.
0: You can find her on any of our pictures. Yes. On social media. (laughs)
1: Ginger Spice 28.
0: Ginger Spice 28. Don't worry, you click on it, it will not be a stripper. It will not
1: be a stripper. It's just just me. It's just
0: Coach Deb. (laughs) So anyways, that's probably enough of of that. We were just like I said, it's been a while since just you and I have recorded. So um Typically, we don't just get to have this first right. few minutes of nonsense. We don't want we don't, we don't want to do that to our guests.
1: Right, I know. So we just got to get out of the way now. Yeah. Although we do do nonsense with guests sometimes. We
0: do. You can't help it.
1: Yeah, I know. They seem to be entertained by it. So
0: most, at least, they fake it. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is awesome. They leave like, oh, that wasn't professional. Like I'm
1: not coming back. <laughs> Although we have, we we are having a couple comebacks, so we didn't scare. A lot of people off.
0: Yeah, no, we're actually recording twice today, and yep. we'll have we have uh, Dwight Taylor Senior
1: mm-hmm. coming
0: in later. So yep. and yeah. then
1: and then the week or no in two weeks in two weeks I'm having a special woman recording, and I'm having yes. Mary Joe come back and Nikki B come back. Yes, yes. So we have,
0: we, we definitely have some people returning. So Yay. yes, I don't, that's I don't know a good if we thing. were
1: supposed to say that ahead of time. I think it's okay. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's good.
0: It just it, it gives everybody a little bit of a, a warm up.
1: Okay, hopefully not, not that doesn't jinx us. We've never done that before. Nope. I'm knock on this metal table here. Yep, we don't have any wood around okay. here, so that'll nope. have to do. No. Nope. all right. Well, <laughs> so let's, get, let's get into let's what Let's jump we're, into it. Yes.
0: So today, uh, we're going to talk about failure. And I know in the past, we've talked quite a bit about um, a lot of things that I think relate to failure. Mm-hmm. We've talked about um, self-worth, which I think, you know, failure plays a part or can play a part. Right. Right. Um, We've talked about adversity, which a lot of times, you know, Mm -hmm. can be related to failure. And we've talked about other things where it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of um, ingrained in what we do as athletes. And failure is just a part of the game. Like you cannot be an athlete who competes at any level Uh and never fail. If you do, then... We want to
1: know who you are. I would love to know who you are because you
0: should be doing this podcast, (laughs) not us, because you obviously figured everything out. (laughs) So, but we've, you know, we've talked about failure in different ways, but today we actually, I mean, we wanted to focus specifically on failure because there's, it's one thing to have the fear of failure and Mm -hmm. have that fear prevent you of doing anything or trying anything. But I think there's another thing when you actually did fail. Mm -hmm. And how do you deal with it after you've failed? How does it affect your mindset? How does it affect your mental toughness? How does it it affect you, good or bad, moving forward? And I think it's just a a good conversation to have um, with with any coach and with any athlete. Right,
1: right. And I think failure, just even the fear of failure, <clears throat> which is an emotion. I was making fun of myself earlier when I was explaining to Josh, the fear of failure is an emotion. And I was telling him, I listen to way too many self-help podcasts. So yes. <laughs> the emotion of <laughs> the fear of failure um, can be crippling. It actually, yeah. I think for some athletes, I I guess I can, I'll speak for myself too, when I was an athlete, just the fear, like just thinking about it, was way more like emotionally draining on me at least mm-hmm. than the actual action of failing. Right. Because it for me once I failed, it's like okay, it happened, but then I have been I have been lucky enough to have played for teams where the coach is like, "Okay, you know, you made an error or you did, you know, you did this, you did that. Now this is how you fix it." Mm-hmm. And then so I I was able to have that support in terms of this is how you fix it. Now everything else was just in my head, which goes back to the fear. Okay, I'm gonna mess up again. So what, you know, right. when is that gonna be, you know? So right. because it is the failure in, in in life, but in sports, since this is what our topic is about, is right. inevitable and it's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, you just can't escape. And We're talking right. to coaches right. and, and athletes. As an athlete, right. you may make a decision, a mental error, a right. physical error, Failure is going to happen. As mm-hmm. a coach, you may you may make a, a bad um, you know game day decision. You might right. play the wrong person. You might uh, call the wrong play. Mm-hmm. You might put the wrong person in at the wrong time. Like right. no matter what part of sports you're involved with, coach or athlete, like you said, you can't escape it. Right. Um, and so I feel like it's it's important as coaches mm-hmm. to like kind of you were mentioning how you've you've had coaches that said, "Hey, you messed up here. This is how we fix it." Mm-hmm. I think as coaches, we need to create environments Mm -hmm. where that's the mentality where failure is not final failure is not okay you failed you're done and the person gets benched forever or is on your is on your bad list right you know what i mean and it's (laughs) it's not that because i think if you create an environment where failure is final and it's the end all and if you fail that's it right then it's gonna it kind of keeps your athletes captive Mm -hmm. to that failure and then as they're competing they know okay man coach you know, if I fail, coach is gonna you know do X, Y, or Z. He's gonna bench me. He's gonna do this. Right. That's gonna that's gonna lock your athletes up, and they're not gonna be free to compete mm-hmm. as they as they can. Right. But if you create an environment where it's like, okay, we failed, we have to own up to it, and we have to learn from it. Mm-hmm. But the failure does not define who you are as an athlete. Right. That's the kind of healthy environment I think you want to create I because think so. it, I think it's best for the individual and best for the team.
1: Right. I think so. I liked I started when you said, you said you you first you said you own up to the failure i think that that part is super important too <laughs> man
0: sorry no, no. no i'm just laughing because athlete, there's some athletes that have such a hard time with owning up yeah. to it now maybe i've had this thought with, i've had this conversation with people maybe i don't have as much of an issue with owning up to it because i failed so much <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i've, I've, I've really had that thought and maybe mm. i haven't because i haven't experienced like this, the crazy heights of some athletes where it's like, I'm so used to succeeding at certain things, where it's mm-hmm. like, this failure can't be me. <laughs> right. can't I've had that thought. Me. It's like, well, maybe I'm just used to it. it was like, okay, I failed enough. I can own up to my mistakes. Yeah. But no, the reason I laugh is because how many times do you play, like when you're outside of competitive sports, like high school sports, college sports, mm-hmm. and you're playing like adult softball mm-hmm. or these adult leagues. Those clowns make more excuses than anybody. It's like, no, no, no. Like you see like the sun was in my eyes. The sun's behind them. It's like, oh, my glove. It's a new glove. They've had, You can tell that. That glove's been around for 20 years. It's like there's always something. The oh bat. Did they cut the grass today? That's different than last week. Like that's why I dropped the ball. No, it's not. You just messed up. But like, yeah. for certain athletes, right. I feel like the older you get. Uh-huh. It's like, I don't know why it's so difficult for you to mm-hmm. own up to it. But just, hey, no one cares. What we're annoyed at is the fact that you're making excuses right. <laughs> for what you did. Yeah. You say, no, I messed up. Right. You know what I mean? And then it's like, yeah. for me, it takes the, the legitimacy out of an actual, like, you know, like an actual excuse, right? It's right. So like if something, if the someone really was in your eyes, yeah. am I going to believe the guy that said it 50 times? Uh, probably not. No. <laughs> because like, oh, we've heard this before. Right. So that's the reason I laugh. It's like, a- right. I don't know what it is, but athletes, what well, we've talked about, it, athletes don't want to fail.
1: Right. And f-
0: especially in front of other athletes. So right. you'll think of anything else, uh-huh. any other reason yep. why it doesn't have to be you.
1: Right. So, <laughs> yeah, no, they, they... Yeah, the fear of failure is that. Sorry, I'm just. Sorry, that my is. mind is running faster than what my <laughs> mouth, ma- like my mouth, can produce the words. And I've already messed up on talking before Josh and I started recording. I had to like get it all out of my system, so I'm trying to slow down my words.
0: But that's okay, because this is the failure. Uh, episode, yes, it is. So you can See? fail, and it's okay. It's okay. Nobody, not all these people, will hold it against yeah. you.
1: No, well, that's just okay. some, just some, just you. <laughs> just me, yeah. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I'm not okay. I'm gonna.
0: Bring it back in,
1: bring it back in. We're bringing it back. In. Um, a lot of, and I've played, I've played with athletes who did both, who did a good job of owning up to failure and who didn't. Um, just one thing that came to mind when you said that was, I think it's good for coaches to be good role models of yeah. owning up to failure. Right. Um, the team that I, uh, uh, coached for, well, we all know it. So I'll just say it Sheldon. Um, they're amazing and I yeah and so um, I don't coach for them as of right now but our pitching coach um, he is phenomenal he I'm one of the pitching coaches but he called the games and he is just the you know he's nails Um, knows way more than I do Um, and so he calls the games and there are times where as soon as the ball is hit he will just stand up and be like, oh. And like, at first, mm. you think he's mad at the pitcher, but then all of a sudden, he's like putting his hand to his chest and he's mm. saying, that was my bad. Right. He's like, it's meaning he called the wrong pitch. Sure. Because he's done that. He will. He'll, in the middle of like, he'll call a pitch and i will say, no, 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 no. And then he'll change it really quick. And he doesn't do this often, but it just kind of, for me as a coach, even, it was a good role model for me as a coach to be like, okay, like, he didn't have to do that. Right. <laughs> he didn't have to just tell everyone that was my fault i called i didn't i called the wrong pitch right um and so because the pitcher did her job and she threw the pitch he called but right and so anyway um i think that i thought that that was always really um big of him to do and for the girls to see it too because we always would get on our girls whenever they would make excuses for their errors or for a, whatever it is, um, a right. mental error. They weren't paying attention. Like you said, the sun you know, sun was right. in my eyes or, or whatever. Right, right, and so right. so we always tell the girls, don't say say this because, because just say, okay, and then here we're gonna this is how we're gonna help you to fix it. And so we were trying to get it out of their head mm-hmm. to start saying excuses, you know, as, but you know, and we didn't want it to be a type of, you know, shut up and let us help you know, fix you. And but it was more so a don't teach yourself as an athlete to say excuses and just say if the coach tells you you did something wrong just say okay and then and how do i fix it and then you move on from there and so so anyway that's what my brain was trying to figure out the words to come out of my mouth. So no, that was no,
0: that was really yeah. good. And I think it's true. You, uh, we've always talked about lead by example. The right. coach leads by example. So if there is a moment right. where you say, hey, I can honestly say this was my fault. Mm, right. I'll, let me tell this individual. Let me tell the team. Right. That's a good thing for sure. Yeah. And, um, you I know, think I think, so. and I think, too, like you said, it's not, I don't know, it's, it's not always cl- as clear cut as this. But I think sometimes when there's, if there is a play where, Maybe something like something excusable does happen, like the, mm-hmm. a, an error or a failure. Typically, we can see it. Right, right, right. Our coach can see it. It's like, okay, I, I yeah. understand how that was not your fault. Yeah. Or for example, say someone's you know running down the field and they trip right. over something. Yes. Like you tripped. Yeah. You didn't make a mental error. You just tripped over your own right. feet. Right. It's just need like make, a fact. Yeah. It's just yeah. a fact. Like we yeah. usually those things are just kind of they don't need to be stated. So, you know, there's no reason to make the excuse. Right. We know. Right. But typically, if you're making excuses there is probably some fault of your own right. in that player, in that error, and in my opinion, if the more, you, the more you make excuses, the longer you're prolonging this opportunity to learn from your failure. Right. You know, instead of saying, hey, yeah, I messed up, how right. do I fix it, like you said, how do I fix it next time? Right. We can just get right to it, right. and you get to move on, rather than mm-hmm. like, I've gotta figure out some way right. to make sure this was not my fault. The bottom line is, the error happened, the result of that happen, you can't go back and change it. Right, it's done. So you right. just got to learn from it. That's the only beneficial thing you can do right. in that moment. Right. So
1: yeah, I think so. <clears throat> um, I've even had my girls come back. Like and some, they did something, and all of us coaches are looking at each other like, "What? Like that was such a simple like right. play. Like what what happened?" And then she'll come back in the dugout, and she will ex- legitimately explain. She'll be like, "I know I messed up. I know," and she'll explain, "I know this is what I did, and this is what I should have done." It's because it, because I, I didn't hear her. That was my bad. Or I didn't. I wasn't. like She'll, like, they will tell us. And to me, that's not making, like you said, not making an excuse in terms of it's just a fact. She's just verbalizing to us that she knows she's messed up. She me- She's messed up. She knows she messed up. Right. And this is why. And then this is how she's going to fix it next time. And so. I've had athletes do that before, too. So I just want I wanted to clarify it just yeah. with our listeners to just kind of, you know, be aware and, you know, if you're a coach to be aware and know, and know the difference that sometimes an athlete will want to explain what happened, not as an excuse, but as a fact. But just to let, you know, as a coach that they understand they messed up and that and that this is why. Right. There is an excuse of like, oh, she you know, like, um like you said, like, oh, the grass, <laughs> you yeah, know, the yeah, grass like, is cut, whatever, or, um, yeah, okay. y- you know, and so I can't even think of any other examples, but, um, yeah, I was like, so,
0: are you using different balls today? What's the deal here? Like, no, right? no, no. <laughs> Come right. on. Ex- yeah, Come exactly.
1: On. So there's that too.
0: Yeah, no. And that's, well, that's good. I think to go off what you're saying, yeah. um, I think it's easy to tell when it's, you know, when an athlete's making excuses versus when they're explaining what happened because there's a sense of ownership.
1: Yes. If, yeah. if they're
0: taking the situation and trying to blame uh, mm-hmm. something else whether it be another person right. or an element the sun the grass the right. wind what I, whatever it might be yeah then it, it, it kind of feels like okay i feel like we're just making excuses let's not do this let's right. just say hey mistakes were made move on yeah the the example you used everything was hey i didn't do this i didn't do that i didn't hear this yeah there's a sense of ownership there right. so right, right. yeah absolutely so you're right i wouldn't just cut it off like i don't want to hear it no. yeah you can hear what they have to say and at the end yeah. of it. It's like, no, it's an excuse. Get back on the field. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's uh, you know, like I said earlier, it, you do want to, I think, create this environment where, you know, failure is going to happen. Right. We're, you're we're not gonna, we're not gonna cast you out if yeah. you if you failed. Right. But we do want you to learn from it. And yeah. if you make that same mi- mistake next time, especially a mental error, yeah. Then it, then it, then I can question. Okay, are you really learning from this, or are you putting the the time and effort into right. fixing this mistake, or Right. Are we just going to keep making this mistake? Because then at that point you're not learning from that failure, and then it really truly becomes a failure. Right. You know, up until yeah. that point, I think it's just an opportunity to learn. Right. You know, to become better. It's a stepping stone. It's like, all yeah. right, oh, learn, learned that. Yeah. Okay, let me add that to my toolbox, my mental toolbox, and right. try not to make that mistake the next time, or they right. can make avoid it next time.
1: Right. And I think that as responsible as coaches are to their athletes to let them know that and to explain that to them, the athletes are also responsible. to themselves for just getting through the mental block of knowing that they're going to fail. Right. And um, there's an article that I was reading. um, It's called Handling Failure, and it's um, by – it's a long name, sorry, but it's by Peak Performance and Mental Toughness Overcoming Slumps, Fears, and Blocks. Um, So I just wanted to give them credit. But in the article, um, it says that failures, mistakes, and losses provide athletes with a valuable source of feedback – um, it's how you learn your shortcomings and that there are two ways an athletes can deal with failure. and one of the ways is that they can use failure as evidence that they're inadequate, weak, no good, etc, and then they emotionally beat themselves up. Or they can um, use the failure um, it, as a it could provide them answers to the success puzzle and give them all the important feedback so that they can take their game to the Hmm. next level. So, I mean, it's pretty much what, yeah, that's pretty much what you said, but those are the...
0: They said it better.
1: Yeah, yeah, they did. That's right. They said it better. A lot better. Kind of butchered the last part. But anyway, so those are the two. (laughs) Those are, you know, an athlete can use failure as, um, like, self-sabotage, maybe not meaning to do it, but, or they can use failure as um, just learning and moving on because we all do it. Right. You know, we all fail from it, and and then I looked up the word failure in the dictionary. Well, on Google, not the dictionary. I don't know if I haven't used the dictionary in a long time.
0: It's been a while. I haven't you, used it. Do either. you
1: even own, do you own a dictionary? Who owns a dictionary hmm. anymore? I would I think like I do. to know. You do? Yes.
0: Dictionary. You, you own because. one, and you're not using it to <laughs> like as a doorstop.
1: <laughs> Wait, yeah. Right. Well. Well, you know what's funny? Just because there are so many new words, I think that pop up every year, and so yeah. I guess what edition of the dictionary? Okay, we're getting off topic. Failure. And probably use like As a teacher, you probably
0: I, use urban dictionary more than the actual dictionary.
1: Yeah, we have to so that we yeah. know what the kids are talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like...
1: I'm like, what is that? What did you just say? Like,
0: no, Look no, it up. No, Look I it know. up. Yeah. Oh,
1: I've done that in front of my class before. I've pulled my phone oh, out and said, okay, Google. And they're like, no. no and I just will say awesome. the phrase right there. And I read it and I'm like, oh my gosh. And they, yeah. So I use that tactic. Anyway, yes, so fail... I, yeah.
0: Sorry. I heard someone today yeah. uh, somewhere use a term. I'm not going to say it, but they use a term... And they use it out of context. I'm like, you know what? That person doesn't know what that means. Oh no. You're <laughs> so, like They said buddy? it a couple of times too. I was like I was trying not to laugh. I'm like, oh yeah. they have no clue, but they shouldn't be saying that. You're
1: like, should I show them on our dictionary I should, like, and show? Like you know show, what, you like, said? You know yeah. what you just said? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, anyways what, what does
0: uh, what does the Google say?
1: <laughs> what does the Google says <laughs> about failure is that um, failure is lack of success. Yeah. Plain and simple. And I think when I read that, um, I was telling you when I read that, that that's like, I feel like that would be a knife to an athlete's chest. (laughs) Lack of success. Yeah. So, and I think that's why um, failure, fear of failure, failure actually happening, however you want to put it, is so, can be so crippling to some athletes. Right. um, If they don't use it the right way in terms of learning from their failures. Right. Um, Well, I think it's, it's, it's
0: it's lack of success, you know, in a moment. Right. Yeah. So it's not like a.
1: You're not successful, Typically, yeah. Right.
0: It's not like a lack of mm. success ever. It's just kind mm-hmm. of a lack of success in that moment or in that thing that you were trying to accomplish. Right. So I think if we, I, I guess if we try to, you know, take that definition mm-hmm. but then, you know, apply it specifically to your situation, yeah. there's some context to it. So, right. yeah, you had a lack of su- success in this game. Yeah. Well, guess what? Next week you have another game. Yeah. And you have another opportunity to have success. Right. So, you know, I really just think it's important for, for us to understand it because I think, um I don't know. I, I just keep going back to this idea of when you, when you have a healthy understanding of failure and how to deal with failure. I really do feel like it, it frees you up to play. Yeah. Because I don't. I just have this like this image in my head of someone who just has wrestling with failure, just constantly dragging like a, like a cinder block around right. with them. It's like they can't let it go, and it's not gonna it's not gonna like allow them to pre uh, play. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> I, play freely.
1: My me not being able to talk has rubbed off on you. I now. think so.
0: This is, is we're we're gonna end it right here. <laughs> no, they're gonna they're gonna be able to to play freely. Right. And I think when you as right. an athlete, if you if you're just kind of free when you're playing, yeah, that's the best place you can be, right? Because you're right. not you don't have these internal thoughts about okay, what if this, what if that? You're just in the moment. Right. Focus on the moment and right. executing in the moment. And there's not like oh, remember two weeks ago when I went you know oh for four or right. when I missed. <laughs> you know, six free throws, you're not thinking about any of that stuff. You're just in the moment. Right. And I think what happens is failure kind of keeps us captive to the past. Yeah. Rather than allowing us to be free in the moment. I feel like I stole that. So if you know who said that.
1: Say it again, though. Say it one more time.
0: (laughs) So I think if you don't have a healthy understanding of failure, it it can make you a captive of the past rather than allowing you to live and play and compete in the moment. Yeah because you're constantly thinking about what happened it's like it's a little bit different but i don't know if you've heard this um these stories and there's probably different versions out there but the way they used to capture uh chimps have you heard this before Uh -uh. so the way they would capture chimps is they would put these um like these boxes out in the jungle right Mm -hmm. and they would put like, you know, some kind of like treat for the, for the chimps. So it might be like some peanuts or some candy, whatever, whatever it might be, they put some inside. And the idea was that when the chimp, you know, closed their hand and reached in, they could get their hand inside and they could grab the treat. But what, they, what happened is they had to let go. Oh. Or so they would put them, make a fist, put their hand in the hole. But in order to get their hand out, they had to release the treat because their hand couldn't get out in the shape of a fist. Oh, I see. But the way their minds work is like, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm not letting go of what's inside this box. So they'll, they'll rip and pull. And so then the hunters come back and you have these chimps that are just, you know, have dislocated shoulders. Oh wow. And are just trapped there because they refuse to let go of what's inside the box. Oh my
1: gosh. Is this a real thing?
0: It's a real, you can look it up. Anybody, uh, if you've heard this and it applies to a lot of different topics, um, but yeah, you can look it wow. up and there's, like I guess there might be different versions of it, but the idea is the yeah. same. They reach in the box, they're unwilling to let go. And they're mm. so unwilling to let go of that thing that it, it basically just con- like confuses wow. them and just alters their mind state where it's like, no, no, wow. I'm in danger. Oh. And I see my friends in the same situation. I know I'm in danger. I know what this is, but I, I want what's inside this box. And I think sometimes failure is the same way where right. we have this past failure and it's, we become such a captive to it that we're not willing to let go of it. Right. And it's like, you just wow. get, like let go of it let because you're gonna you're in a yeah. rip and pull and try your best to get away from it. But right. if you don't let go of the previous failures, right. then it's gonna hold you captive. Yeah. And I think in order to really compete freely and compete at the very best you can, you have to let go of that. You can right. learn from it. Yeah. But you can't hold on to it.
1: Wow. I feel like I was just listening to Rachel Hollis. So oh, thank you. That's. If you get yeah. She's perfect. So, you're welcome. <laughs> thank, thank you.
0: I've never read any of her stuff, but huge
1: compliment for Josh. It sounds if you guys like know it how much I love Rachel Hollis. Anyway, that was really good. I liked that. I didn't know that 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 was a thing. And yeah, I've
0: heard it like multiple motivational speakers and and people right. say it. And oh. like I said, it, it, I think it applies to I mean it applies to to anything if you have um not to get mushy, but if, if you have like some like pain right. or hurt, right. right? Someone caused you some pain or hurt in right. your past. Right. Forgiveness. It, it, you know, I mean, it applies yeah. to a lot of things, but in right. this context. Right. You know, cuz a lot of times I think people hold on to failure.
1: Yeah, oh, totally. You know, and
0: especially awesome here we go back to social media, but with social media, the higher you go, the more people are going to remind you of failures. You know what I mean? You see it with professional sports all the time. It's like, oh, you're doing great now, but remember, you know... uh, (laughs) 15 years ago. Yeah, 15 years ago (laughs) when you made that terrible mistake or remember last year's Super Bowl where you failed or last year's, you know, NCAA finals, whatever it might be. It's like, oh, you guys blew it last year. Mm. Remember that? And they won't let you let go of it. So it's like, you're kind of just, if you're not careful, it, it can really kind of engulf you and become a a massive problem. So I think it's, you know, it's helpful if coaches are aware of that and, Mm -hmm. you know, and who knows, some, some personalities may handle it differently.
1: Right. That's true. Yeah. It's, it it really does depend on who you are and, um, just, uh, I think all of it, who you surround yourself with and, you know, how you were raised, but mostly who you are. Everyone's different. You know, some people are more sensitive than others and some people are like, what failure that doesn't you know doesn't scare me and then they just keep going but it's yeah. good for coaches to know the different personalities though of always, their yeah yeah it's always. challenging though yeah and that's oh, where yeah.
0: that's where i mean we've talked about it before I and mean, it's helpful if you have a team of coaches and mm-hmm. i know that not every school has that uh, um, opportunity to have mm-hmm. multiple coaches right. but if you do have it, it you're hoping that everybody's on the same page right. and then they're extensions of you so yeah. you know if uh, coach truesdell maybe even though it's hard this is even weird to say but if she's not connecting with a, an athlete right and, uh, then maybe you know no. coach deb has a better connection and she can connect with her better you know what i mean so right, it's, it's right. always helpful because there are kind of extensions of you and extensions of your team so right. yeah, hopefully yeah. you guys kind of have an idea of who the athletes are and yeah you know it does yeah. it does kind of go it's case by case i think
1: yeah i think um, so but
0: That's, even even coaches though like you know learning from mistakes and not being yeah. you know, a captive to right. previous failures is even important right. for coaches because yeah. I think it could make you second guess decisions you make within a game right? or it could make you, you know, have hesitation or, you know what I'm saying? It's just,
1: right. Totally.
0: It can, it can kind of become debilitating, debilitating. to anybody.
1: Well, and co- I think coaches hold on to failures maybe probably more than athletes do. That's just oh, my like, yeah, no, no, that's
0: good. I'm not, I've, I've, you, I have not coached. So
1: I, I think, I mean, athletes are very and of course it, everyone every team and every every team athlete and every coach coaching staff is different in how um, you know just how they feel about it and how they handle it but i think coaches handle or coaches um, hold on to that the loss or the failure part of it mm-hmm. a little more than the athletes do hmm. i think Interesting. yeah i think well just because i my th- i mean you know, I've never been a head coach, but just being an assistant in various places, just because they are, um, you know, we are as co- like that is our responsibility is to teach these athletes how to be successful and help. I mean, help them learn from their failures too. But I think, um, and I know we're trying to pull coaches um, and athletes away from it's not just about winning and losing, but when there is a loss, that is sometimes to the coach. Um, no matter how hard they want to steer their mind a different direction, but they still take it as a loss, like as a failure. Sure. And then just because they're like, they're in charge of the entire program, organization or what have you. Mm-hmm. And then I think they, and that, and that's a lot of pressure they put on themselves. So right. just, so for, I mean, for you guys as coaches, if you're listening and you're a coach, just remember for yourself, um, Josh's, um, chimp reference of just letting go, And, um, making sure that you're taking care of yourself and letting go of all those failures. And, um, because at the end of the day, and here we go, I'm getting mushy. At the end of the day, we're all just human, right? We're Mm -hmm. human beings. And, um, at the end of the day, we just want to make sure that we are good people and that we can, um, you know, serve others and be good people anyway.
0: Right. Absolutely. mushy. No, no, it's good. (laughs) I mean, it applies though. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think. You know, it's obviously not easy right. to let go of that failure, right. especially when it's you know the higher level of competition, yeah. the bigger the moment when that failure occurs. Right. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna yeah. be more difficult because right. you know the stakes were so high, mm-hmm. and so it's not easy. So we don't want to make it seem like oh yeah, you just let go. No, no, it's it's sometimes it's a process. But I, I will say this: I think if you look see if you, if you're able to take a step back and look at the situation and say okay i can hold on to this and continue to be frustrated about what could have been right. or i can let go because what's ahead is better than what i'm trying to hold on right. to yeah then it's like okay maybe if maybe that will help if you right. step back and look at those two things and compare them right. because yeah you can hold on to it but it's not going to again it, it, what's done is done right you know it's not like yeah. it, not that they're going to come back and say, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? You did win the game. Right. We were. It was a mistake. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, it's, just, it's over at that yeah. point. So, yeah. you know, what's more beneficial, holding on or, or letting go and, right. and succeeding the next time? Right. You know, so I think you kind of have to step back and do that. Yeah. Again, not easy. Not easy. For sure, not easy.
1: That's for sure. Um, I, so. wa- I want to, so this is super cheesy, but I really like the quote, <clears throat> never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. I don't know who said that. I don't know, to be honest. I saw it from the movie *A Cinderella Story*. I don't know who. I don't Cinderella know who is responsible for that quote. I saw it from. A I was thinking
0: *Cinderella Man*, but you—that's not what you're referring mm-hmm. to. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it was the, like the boxing movie. I've never even seen it, but. Um.
1: So, but I mean, I mean, just to go along with that quote, um, and then I think i'm looking at my notes and i was telling josh i'm like i don't know if i wrote this or if i got it from somewhere but i think i wrote it because i didn't put it in quotes
0: we don't know any better so go we don't go know for any better,
1: it. right um just going off of that quote never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game um and here's where my my quote comes in um further when you do strike out don't let that keep you from figuring out how to hit the ball next time right so softball base- baseball reference again yeah. but yep. <clears throat> i mean just bottom line when you do fail just you know, for coaches and athletes. And, um, I think it's important for parents to, I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking of, you know, younger kids, I guess for parents to understand this too. And to, we didn't really touch on this though. And just to try, you know, I've just seen a lot of parents hard on their kids and just Mm -hmm. to kind of back off and Mm -hmm. as nicely as I could put it, you know, and just kind of, um, just, just know that they're doing their, their best, but when you do strike out, just make sure that you are focused on figuring out how to be successful the next time, and then I think that makes it easier to let go of those failures in the past right like when you look when you look forward, right
0: Oh yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. and yeah I, it's okay to to try something and fail, yeah, um, but I think it's not okay to quit in order to avoid the failure, you know what right. I mean I think that's yeah that's, that's a good one. becomes a problem, and yeah right um. You know, I've seen it, and we've both seen it—not right. um, from the parenting perspective, but from, like, from playing sports our whole lives. Like, right. It's it's weird. At, at 30 years old, I can remember playing with guys when I was 10, 11, 12 years old, and I can still. I don't have. It's not like we're friends. <laughs> I don't have much com- I don't have much contact with some of the people I'm thinking of, but you can remember their parents mm. and how just brutal they were. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm like, man. And, and yeah. you know, the crazy thing is, you look at back, back at some of those guys that I play with. Some of them, it's like, oh, I wonder, I wonder uh, where, where they went, if they played college ball and stuff like that. Right. They, I think they quit. Like, some of them quit in the middle of high school because it's oh like, it's burnt out. Wow. And it's because there was such a – this pressure that was put on them. Right. And it's like, it's not, at that point, it's not a game anymore. It's, you right. know, it's a job. Right. And so, yeah. you know, the same thing. I think, you know, I'm, you know, uh, I'm going to learn this one day and how to balance all this. But I think, you know, if, if your son or daughter, this is what I've heard from other parents. If your son or daughter, if it's a matter of effort, then it's yeah. like okay, that's one thing. If it's yeah. a matter of trying and failing,
1: right?
0: And you can say, okay, I know for a fact they tried their best and they just right. failed. That's yeah. a completely different thing, you know, because right. really the, the lack of effort, there's, there's not really an excuse for, right. in my opinion. That's just oh, totally. it's, it's just you yep. being lazy or you just not caring. Right. That that's that's controllable. Yeah. Uh, whether you fail or not, sometimes it's not. Right. And so, um, I think for anybody, coaches, athletes, parents, whoever it might be. I think that's a good thing to to keep in mind. And yeah. you may listen to that and think, no, you're completely wrong. What do you know? <laughs> and that's fine. That's okay. Um, but it just seems like, just like you said, as human beings, I think right. that's kind of just a good, yeah. you know, way to look at it. It's like, you know, trying and failing, all yeah. good. Because yeah. you don't want to, it's worse if you don't try
1: just yeah. to avoid it. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Like that's, right.
0: that's a problem. Yeah. But if right. you f- try and fail, and like you said, um, how, what, was, what was that again? Oh. Your quote? Your My part of quote,
1: it? So, further, when you do strike out, don't let that keep you from figuring out how to hit the ball next time.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think that's really important. And I, the way I take that too, and I don't know if this is the way it's meant to be taken, but it'd be one thing if you fail
1: uh-huh.
0: and then you say, okay, I'm, I'm going to get it next time. That's good, but there's a difference between you saying that versus, hey, I failed. How do I get better next time? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. One way is just kind of like, right. Oh, Hopefully, it, like cross the oh, fingers. Bel- yeah, believing. Hopefully it goes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 sometimes
1: believing's not enough. You have to ju- you have to take the steps to actually figure out right how to fix that for next time.
0: Right, and I think, think that's so. important. Yeah, I think that's an important piece. Yeah, of it. exactly. Um, so I think that's. I mean, that's pretty much all we have. Yeah. Um, I do have one quote. Okay. Um, that I wanted to just mention really quick. It says, to have the courage to fail on a team means you have confidence that a team will not betray you in failure. When you have a team of people that are for you, you have the confidence to do your best and to fail and succeed because you know you're part of that team no matter what. And that was by uh, Erwin McManus. Um, Nice. And I I just love that because, you know, and this is kind of the final thought, you know, I think we can talk about it forever. Um, (laughs) Again, going back to this idea of, you know, as a coach, helping create an environment where failure is um just a part of the process right it's not the end-all be-all and if your athletes feel comfortable trying something and failing that's awesome because you've created that environment and from that they'll learn and become better for the next time but i think you also want to not just apply it to each individual but you want that to be a team mentality so that if one of your teammates fails everybody else has got their back Right. And they may be able to say hey we need you to step it up and like, hey let's let's get together let's focus more let's yeah. correct that issue right but at the end of the day it's like you know as an individual even if I fail if I try something if I take a shot if I swing the bat if I throw a pitch no matter what happens whatever the result of that is my teammates have my back my coaches have my back and when right. you create that environment what's gonna happen is they're gonna be free to take right. those shots and they're gonna make those shots eventually right. but they're gonna have the freedom and the the ability it's going to free up their mind and their in mm-hmm. their mental um, their mental state from having to worry about those things like oh man yep. my team I'm gonna let my whole team down They're gonna let me let right. me hear it if I miss this shot yep. they don't have to worry about that right. they can focus on one thing and that's making the shot yeah and so I think as a team you know I really I really like that quote and I think yeah. the more your team has your back the more courage and confidence you'll have as an individual
1: right I so, think so too that's yeah. a good one
0: yeah it's a
1: good you. quote to end on
0: yeah I think so sweet so uh, any any final good. thoughts
1: um, you nailed it. So no.
0: Boom! All right. <laughs> Boom! Cool. This
1: episode was not a failure. Hopefully.
0: No, I, I hope not. <laughs> but you guys can oh, help us. So funny. Uh, yes. By reviewing and rating and subscribing on iTunes, we appreciate it.
1: Yes. Follow us on Twitter too at Sports Character, Instagram at Character Combine. We're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn, and I'm still not giving up on Snapchat. So I'm gonna try to take over Snapchat.
0: That actually might be one of Deb's failures. <laughs> this it's not gonna happen. <laughs> sorry to say, I don't. I'm gonna oh, go against man. everything we just said. It's like you're probably gonna fail at that one. I'm sorry. Uh, Unless uh, something crazy happens, but.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, I might give my two weeks notice now, Josh. All right. I see will ya. give it now. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> see you. See ya. Like, Bye.
0: So along with that, we're taking applications. If oh, you wanna, my if you've gosh. ever dreamed of co-hosting a podcast about (laughs) sports and uh yeah
1: it's not cool josh is a chair open (laughs) (laughs) let's get these guys out of here because they're Uh, probably tired of listening to us yep okay rate subscribe review help us out thank you so much for listening
0: yes see ya
1: see ya